Lukasic Pass in Slovenia. Passing on stories of the beaten track. The Slovenian Vršić Pass is extremely popular with motorcyclists and motorists. But anyone who really wants to experience the history and stories about this mountain pass in the Julian Alps is better off on foot, just like a group of young adults at the Fire in the Alps event with Cipra Slovenia from 8th to 10th of August 2019. Spela Berlot is managing director of Cipra Slovenia. Her plan is to do more than just a hike up to the Vysic Pass. We are talking and discovering and just uh, feeling the landscape because this is really important topic for us, Alpine landscape. And we decided to um, go to Kranska Gora in Vršić because um, we have some projects also here regarding the um, monitoring of uh, tourists in uh, Triglav National Park. Our idea is also to start the debate about mountain passes because normally we say that mountain passes are just the spaces of movement but they are also a space of, of crea creativity, natural and cultural heritage. They are really important for connection of different valleys, especially in the mountains and therefore we said, okay, Vršić is our goal. A landscape radio play, works of art made of stones and leaves, landscape painting or a photography workshop on the way up to Vršić Pass. All this should enable an intensive examination of the landscape, as Spela Berlot explains. We want to start with interpretation of nature and cultural heritage. Cipra sees really a potential in it and we want to ask municipality and other stakeholders to start with really um, interpretation of heritage, not just selling it. So we will have workshops, creative workshops, so we will paint, we will make some audios, we will take photos, because we want to have tomorrow an exhibition called the mountain landscape as a source of inspiration. And um, yeah, we will have an exhibition in the mountain hut and Tomorrow we finish with fires, starting fires and that's it. Fire in the Alps, tomorrow Fire evening. Alps, yes. During the walk, legends, many myths and children's stories inspired by the landscape of the Julian Alps are discussed. For example, about the shepherd boy Kekets, who is said to have lived here. His story dates from the time of the former Yugoslavia and resembles the children's book character Heidi, from the Swiss Alps. Matej Ogrin from Cipra, Slovenia hikes along with us. He knows the story of Kekets well. Right here where we are entering, Kernica and uh, Kranska Gora municipality, so Julian Alps in Kranska Gora, is actually are the valleys, mountains where Kekets used to live, where he was a herdsman. Uh, walking in these alpine pastures, uh, living with nature, battling with beasts and also some evil mountain people who were trying to, to destroy this alpine paradise. And eventually at the end he always wins. And it's also a message 
that uh, a clever man who listens to nature and who who wants to live by the law of nature at the end always some win one way one way or another of course in co-working and listening and teaching from the nature right here yes. like one kilometer away today it's uh, made by tourist agency uh, a small village with all these images from okay. this trilogy and they take each day several buses of kids so you go to Kranskagora and you bring your kids and they take them in so-called Keket land and they meet all these people from the book it's it's actually a very nice story and also very good from my point of view interpretation of this story in this valley Mali Mojstri si takrat naredijo preproste piščali Zala, who already took part in Fire in the Alps last year, sits on an old ruin of First World War. She reads out aloud from a children's book about the region. Vizic Pass reminds Zala of her childhood, she says. Innumerable stone figures along the pass road have remained well in her memory. I don't know if you saw any, but if you go up the road, there's like a whole scenery, like mm -hmm. a billion of them. And that really like stained in my mind when I was little because it was so interesting. And yeah, also the mountains, like the scenery, it's so beautiful. Also, 18-year-old Domen is fascinated by the past of this place, but for another reason. First World War, for sure. A lot of transport to the Vršić and back. Um, because this is really the nearest connection from Kranska Gora to the Socha. So, a lot of people go through the Vršić Pass or they go through Italy and to the Predil Pass. Um, I like history a lot and I just read a lot about the First World War and the Vršić Pass. Because I'm really starting now with the alpinism and climbing, I'm also interested from this side. We arrive at the so-called Russian chapel, entirely made of wood, which turns out to be a well-visited tourist attraction. Even the Russian president came here in 2017. In front of the chapel, an elderly man explains the connection of this chapel to the landscape around Vyshich Pass. More than 100 years ago, during First World War, Russian prisoners built the road to Vyshich Pass for Austrian military transports to the Isonzo Front against Italy. By the end of February 1916, an avalanche above Vyshich Pass buried hundreds of Russian prisoners and some Austrian soldiers. They were caught while building a monument for Archduke Eugen of Austria. But how did the landscape change here during the last hundred years? Matej Ogrin explains. 100 years ago, here was much less forest. So the forest, the forestation in Slovenia in the last half of the last 50 years, enormously, well, we know that Slovenia with a average coverage of forest like 56 57 percent of the whole national area it's 
second or third in Europe. I mean, after Norway and Finland, we are very forest land. And if you see pictures also of Kranska Gora in this area, you will see big pastures almost to the ridges, to the tree line and also to the grass line, especially in the Karavankan, practically up to the to the tops. So the, the tops here are like 2,800 meters high. And people used to have these pastures for the herds and also for cutting the grass. We have to be aware that industry came in this region uh, at the end of 19th century, especially in Moistrana, which is the village 10 kilometers down from Kranskagora, with some cement factory and there was also a railway. There was also an iron factory in Senice, but upper there was no industry. It was only the transport, slowly developing tourism and mainly farming that people lived off. So if people lived off the space, they of course worked in the space and they, they needed wood, they needed grassland and they needed fields. So that's why there was much more uh, arable land used than today when we have like, I would say 80% of this area under the tree line covered with forest. Settlements started growing in the 20th century from villages with 10 people to 1,000. Tourism developed, as Matej says. So the main push factor for tourism was actually a railway, which came in this valley in 1870 and it remained until 1966. Then it was closed. Uh, and of course, with the railway, it was possible for a big amount of people to come to see the Alps. So it was also the customers for the new developers came. The first Yugoslav ski school was also established in Kranska Gora in the 20s. So the skiing tradition in Yugoslavia, uh, of course, comes from Slovenia. And Slovenians were recognized as a skiing nation in the Alpinism and mountaineering nation in this country. And the tradition also started uh, partly in Bohin, which is the other part of the Union Alps, and uh, partly in Kranska Gora and surrounding villages, especially Moistrana. And it was also the first mountain rescue team established in this region. While hiking up to Vršić Pass, we enter Triglav National Park, the only one in Slovenia. The most well-known myth here is the story about Slatorog, a chamois buck with golden horns. Mountain guide Katarina explains what it is all about. The gold horn. This is the famous mountain goat who was kind of a, a keeper of uh, nice elf meadows. And there was this man, actually, he was a hunter in Trinta Valley. So this is across Varsic Pass. And he was all brave and so on. But he fell in love with this woman. And of course, she was the most beautiful woman there. And of course, everyone was like hitting on her and people from Italy they were bringing her jewelry and uh, necklaces and so on. But he, he was like, he was also kind of in love with her. And she kind of pushed him a little bit and said, okay, if you love me, you will bring me something special. So he went and hunted the gold horn. And after a while, he actually found him and shot at him. The gold horn was extremely angry, so he pushed 
the hunter from the ledge and he died. <laughs> but in his anger, the gold horn, he actually ruined all of the alpine world in Slovenia. And because he had magic powers, supposedly the Alps grew. But what happened with the hunter is that when, of course, there was winter and in spring his body was floating on the water with, uh, with kind of bouquet of triglow flowers so that woman was ex afterwards when she saw what happened she was extremely sad so this is where the story ends but it's kind of a, a lesson that don't be greedy <laughs> inspired by all these stories the participants of Fire in the Alps 2019 create land art with stones and leaves. They take artistic photos of landscape details or draw pictures of rock faces. And they record sounds and interviews with other hikers along the way. Kekec je u bistve poznamo ga iz filma in je, ko bi rekli, slovenski junak. Slovenski junak, ok. Um, a znate, mogoče, znajo mogoče kdo za petke? Morsko deklico. Morsko deklico ste videli, super. A mogoče zna, kdo za petkašno kekčevo pisem? A? Znamo, seveda, da znamo. Samo, hoče skrata kot sek. Jaz pa pojdem in zasejem dobrovoljo pri ljudih. V eni roki nosim solnce, v drugi roki zlati smih. After presenting their artwork to the press at a mini exhibition in a mountain hut, they ignite a solidarity fire in the Alps as a sign of the preservation of the natural and cultural heritage at Vršić Pass. This podcast was realized within the project Reimagine Alps. If you want to know more about this, please visit our website www.sipra.org.